More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. It's Friday, hell yes, here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Let me see. Let me look through the camera, see if I can find my man. Is he there? Is he there, Michael I'm Lombardi? Back. Yes! I'm back. Yeah. I missed you, man. How I'm are back. you? I, I thought for sure, I thought for sure Berman would have come in here and slipped right into this chair like no problem. But. I'm happy it was empty, but I, I wasn't figuring it was going to be. I thought it was going to be filled by the time I got in today. I'm just happy I was able to take advantage of it. Well, I couldn't find you in the month of July. I couldn't find you yesterday. So <laughs> I just, I'm just, yeah. hey. I was here in July. I, I just want you to know. I, I didn't see here. you. Is all I I'm saying. I was here every day in July, but I was here. I'm just but saying it's good I didn't. Good to be back, Patrick. It, it is I'm great back. to have you back. It's Michael. good to be back. It is yeah. great to. And well we, rested. and I know you were grinding taped today, so we'll get to what you took out I of watched it. the Eagles and, of course, the Patriots. Uh, just a quick question. You mean the two-game better Eagles team than the Patriots? You mean that? Yeah, team? the media is. Uh, at, ugh, go at ahead. At least two games better. They're at least two games better than the Patriots. At least. Speaking of Bill Berman, uh, may I just ask you a quick question? That not to pry into your business. What were you up sure. to yesterday? 
I had a speaking engagement in uh, Nashville, actually, and I went and saw a little bit of Titans. Nashville did kind of coordinated it all through in so I could catch a little bit of football, do some speaking and do that. So it was good. Okay. Well, that's a good alibi. Uh, you know, me and Bill Berman are always keeping our eyes on you. Hit it, Ben Britton. You see that guy in the corner <laughs> singing in Ocean yeah. City, the street performer? Does that guy look familiar? That's Michael Lombardi on his day off because remember, you had an issue oh, with the street performers. So me and Bill Berman busted you. He took, he took a videotape of you. That is not me. <laughs> I love the song, though. I mean, I love it. Lukenbach, Texas. I love the song. I don't know. Are you sure that's not you? According to Berman, it wasn't done well. No, it was not me. It was not me. You know, but that's right near where I grew up. I mean, that's right downtown Ocean City. Come join us sometime, Patrick. We'd love to have you. Yeah, because, well, you were taking apart the street performers, the flute. I know you had an issue with that. So I was concerned that you weren't coming back because you stood out as very talented. Okay, now. Nashville, a hell of a city. Na- Nashville, a hell of a city. But we have to start with what we saw last night. Now, you already uh, poured through the tape. Let's start with what didn't start, and that is, and who didn't start, and that is uh, the quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles. So he was dancing Jalen Hurts before the game started, and then he got a tummy ache. What is happening? And then he went to the hospital. Yes. Like, that's where I'm really confused. Like, he's got the best internist in all of Philadelphia in the locker room. They have x-ray equipment in the locker room. Like, why did he have to go to the hospital? He said he had some pain, some stomach, and then today he's walking into work like it's no problem. I don't know. I have no idea. But apparently, according to the situation, once Hertz wasn't playing, then Nick Sariani decided everybody else isn't playing. I don't know how those two things go together, but here's what I do know what happened in the game. The Patriots played their ones for the first quarter. They pretty much stopped. They just knocked off the back, the backup players for the Eagles, moved them around. But the most intriguing part of the game was when the backups came in for the Patriots. They dominated as much as their starters did against the Eagles backups. And they moved the ball up and down the field. And Mac Jones looked really good. They were able to run the ball. J.J. Wilcock ran the ball effectively. Stevenson, the kid from Oklahoma who they drafted, looked really impressive. And it was really the only thing was disappointing was the field goal kicker, Nord. He, he missed a field goal and a couple extra points. Other than that, the Patriots looked pretty good. Yeah, the Eagles closed a point favorite and the total 38 and a half. So steam. 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 I mean, we know the steam is coming. You know, <laughs> steam's coming. You got to be alert for that steam. You got to get on the train to Nashville. I will with that say steam. this. I will say this more than ever. Hmm. I was at practice on Tuesday, Patrick. I went to the practice on Tuesday. I watched it with my own eyes. I read the reports of the practice, okay? I read the reports how the Patriots really were being dominated, right? So I think us as a betting network, this is, I'm being dead serious here. Us as a betting network giving advice to people, be very, very careful what you're listening to. Evaluate the evaluators. Let's pick this because apart. When I was told, when I was told, when I walked off that field, what the headlines were based on that practice, it didn't resonate to the tape. Okay. And so that's why that steam was coming in. And my point about making fun of steam is there's a lot of bad information out there, a lot of it. And I think we have to be really careful. And on the Lombardi line, we're going to be really careful about it because unless we see it and can prove it, we're not we're not acknowledging it. And I think this is a really big lesson to learn. 
You know, it's like, tell me why this is so good. You know, two games, somebody wrote that they that based on those two practices, the Eagles were at least two games better than the Patriots. Seriously? Your quarterback looks to the tight end, and if he's not open, he's running with the ball. Okay? Your offense is basically his loose plays. Can he stay in the pocket? I don't know. Maybe he can. Your offensive line hasn't played together at all. You've got a bunch of young receivers you're trying to work in. You also have a defense that's really good up front. If you can block them, you'll move the ball on them. But your secondary is slow. You have no real cover guy in the back end. Your linebackers are, might be one of the worst group of linebackers in the National Football League. How are we going to move the ball easily if we block you? Now, can we block you? That's a challenge. You've got to block Fletcher Cox. You've got to block Hargrave. We've got to block all these guys inside. That's going to be a challenge. All right, Michael, let's pick it apart. So what you're discussing is what media. What was I just doing? No, I know. Per- no, I'm, I'm going to pick apart that because I think that's perfect. And oh, I think okay. so the, the misinformation that we were getting, including here's a quote from the, the media there in Philadelphia. You can typically tell who's the better team towards the end of the first practice. If I were a betting man, I would say the Eagles record is at least two wins higher than the Patriots. The misinformation coming out of those joint practices and then what you just described, how is it possible? It got into this echo chamber and we got information Michael those those two teams didn't belong on the field regardless of first string second string third string those two teams that was one was tight compact and ready to go and the other team was disjointed and not even shouldn't didn't even belong on the same field I, I on play 15 I wrote in my notes they've quit I wrote in my notes hmm. that they've given up wow like they, they had had enough I, I, I literally at play 15, I wrote they, they have their pad level got way high. I said last week for Philadelphia that their conditioning in the second half against Pittsburgh was bad. I said that last week. Now, here's the reality of Pittsburgh, of Philadelphia. They practice three levels. If it's a red day, they only practice 50 minutes, I think 50 or so minutes. If it's a yellow day, they practice an hour and 10 minutes. If it's a green day, they go all of 100, uh, an hour and 50 minutes. How are you getting in shape? Are you going to be ready to play when the regular season starts? Are you going to be ready to go? I think you got to be careful. I know they want to keep people healthy. I know that's a real important part of it. But you got to practice football. Tonight, tonight, Andy Reid is going to play his guys pretty much through the second quarter, Patrick Mahomes included. Andy Reid and Bill Belichick are both playing their guys. Do you know why, Patrick? Here's why. Because they've changed how many padded practices you could have now. They've changed it. When the Patriots and every other team get to the final cut and they make their 53-man rosters, they will have only had eight padded practices all of training camp. Eight. Eight. That's it. We would get eight in the first four days. So why are coaches playing their players more in the games? They need more padded practices. They need to look at their players. They need to get the pad level down. They need to get their fundamentals, their techniques. This is why. If you go the other way, like Sean McVay does, you better be really good in your practices. McVay has a way of doing it. Some other teams might not. Perfect. And what Michael's referencing is tonight, of course, Andy Reid has already said he's going to play his starters the full first half. So that goes along with what you just said. Okay, let's back up. to uh, your Which break. he typically, Patrick, he right. typically he typically had never done that before. But because of the limitations on padded practices. So how does that affect us as a betting network, right? We have to really take into effect these September games. I can promise you the Cincinnati Bengals who are not playing their team with Zach Taylor, 
opening day against Minnesota, they're going to be tired in the fourth quarter. They're going to be tired in the fourth quarter. And as a betting network, just know Kansas City and Arizona, to Michael's point, jump from two and a half opener up to three, the key number of three tonight. And then you just mentioned Zach Taylor in Cincinnati. Joe Burrow won't play tonight in Washington. Washington jumped from three and a half up to five and a half. Okay, fascinating stuff. I got to back up and go and pick you apart on it. So you're 15 plays into the Eagles and the Eagles are sitting on the board. Season win total at seven. Seems heavy. Now six and a half. It dropped a half at the book. Is that DraftKings, Ben Britton? Yeah, I think it is DraftKings, so I got another book in town at seven, so pick the best number and shop for it with the Eagles. You're 15 plays in, and you saw the team quit. What exactly did you see? I just saw their pad level get really high. Like they, they Basically, their backups had gotten beaten up. I mean, you play the Patriots, you get double teamed by Trent Brown and Shaq Mason, you're going to get on a double team. First play of the game, they took the three technique and rolled them out of the game. It was bad. I mean, so, you know, the physicality of the Patriots offense wore on them, and they're like, okay, that's enough. And then when the backups came in, it didn't get any better. I know. You know, we haven't even talked about Mac Jones or Cam Newton in this conversation. Mac Jones comes in and looks really good. Looks really good. So I saw a team, look, I think the Eagles, if they can stay healthy in their defensive front, they'll be a problem for certain teams, especially teams that are not very good in their offensive line. They can take advantage of it. Fletcher Cox is still really good. Hargraves is really good. Barnett, Sweat, you know, Brandon Graham. They're guys that can do some things. Whether Kerrigan can or not, I'm not sure. But they can do some things. But you got to be able to block them. If you can block them, when they go down to Atlanta, are they going to be able to cover Ridley? They're going to be all zone. They're going to play some man coverage, but they're going to be mostly zone. They're going to try to keep the ball in front and win with the front. That's their formula. Offensively, the formula is really simple. They love the tight ends. They love their two tight ends, Ertz and Goddard. And, you know, they're hoping these receivers will come around, and they really hope that Jalen Hurts will be a pocket passer. They hope he'll stay in there and not look at one guy and run. Their offense is really more of a loose play offense than it is anything. Okay, and we're going to transition and get into Cam and that quarterback battle. Cam was great. I thought Mac Jones looked very good. I thought the Patriots just looked sound, like I said, compact. Uh, quick question. Coming out of the joint practices, and as you mentioned, there's misinformation. Nobody's more dialed in than you. What have you been hearing about the joint practices? What we've heard is that everybody's impressed with Jalen Hurts. Have you heard the same? Well, I mean, you know, look, that's all you hear out of Philadelphia camp. There's nothing but positivity coming out of Philly. I mean, you know, they went from a rebuilding team to they should be winning the Super Bowl in a matter of moments. So mm. let's clamp that down a little bit. I mean, I think it's going to come down to can Jalen Hurts throw dropback passes? Can he stay in the pocket? People don't realize last year his quarterback rating, whatever you think of the quarterback, QB quarterback rating, he was at 77. Wentz was at 72. Now, he threw the ball down the field much better than Wentz did, no doubt. Average per attempt was much better. But he hadn't been hit as much as Wentz had been hit. Can they stay healthy? Are they going to be good enough up front? We'll see. You know, Lane Johnson, I mean, read his quotes on Twitter after the game. He was embarrassed by the performance as well. I don't think you should overreact because I think this is a team that can create problems with their defensive front. I think offensively, Miles Sanders is a good running back, but they need them to be in the game. I just don't know where Hurts is going to be. Remember, this kid got benched at Alabama because he couldn't throw the ball from the pocket when they were behind. Has that changed, Patrick? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I agree. Devontae Smith, what would you see from the rookie? 
I mean, he caught a he caught a, a smash route, you know, and made it made a, somebody miss. I mean, that's real. What, what can you say? I mean, yeah. it was it was fine. I mean, I don't want to go all Dick Vitale on it like they did on television. I mean, it's like unbelievable, you know. And I know part of the preseason pack you're selling the team to the fans, but it becomes so bad that now you're overselling, you know. You're overselling it. Like, seriously, let the kid just play. Let's see what he can do. You know, what's interesting, Michael, and they they focused on this on television. You know, when McVay took over as a kid, he brought in Wade Phillips to run that defense so he could kind of leave that alone. What they highlighted about Sirianni's staff, and I want to get your take on this, is it's a very inexperienced staff. I mean, they got a 29-year-old special teams coach. Like, the idea that he surrounded himself with a know-how, it reminds me of what you discussed with Zach Taylor in Cincinnati. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Millie says to me when I get home last night and she's watching the game, she's like, I don't think they have anybody on their staff under 40 years old, over 40. Like, I mean, it was obvious to her. Like, there's, you know, we, we think that, you know, experience is bad. Why do we think that? Because we, the, somebody's running the team besides the coach. And when you, have, when you lack experience, you'll do what somebody tells you to do. Mm-hmm. How that works in Philly, I don't know. Remember this about Philadelphia. You know, they've won a Super Bowl in 17. They believe the organization will carry the team. That's what they truly believe. Yep, and we're going to transition now to the Patriots. As Bill Berman says, it's not, it's not, is it good when you're benched for Tua? Because that's an issue because you can't stretch the ball down the field, but that's what Jalen Hurts was. He was benched for Tua. I was nice to see Sanders, who I know you love the running back there with Philadelphia. They better use him mm-hmm. a lot. I mean, really, am I wrong in assessing the strengths are you know going to be that defensive front, maybe the front seven there for the Eagles and running the football? Would Just that, the front including the, the linebackers not the front? are not very good. Okay, gotcha. The linebacker, the linebackers. If you watch the one, I don't know what the guy who said they're two games better. The Eagles. He didn't watch the one-on-one drills trying to cover the Eagles, the forty, the Patriots' backs out of the backfield. That wasn't even close. That wasn't even close. I mean, if it was two-hand touch, they wouldn't tackle touched them. Speaking of which, the Eagles are going. the The Patriots are going to run the hell out of the football. We're going to come back here. We got a break in thirty seconds, but just ten seconds on that. They're going to run the ball this year. I mean, they just that offensive line no, is going to be physical impressive. up front. This offensive line is good, and their backup offensive line last night was really good. They got they played ten guys last night. Those guys got some movement off the line, and they and their backs, Wilcox, Stevenson. I mean, Sonny Michelle, Damian Harris, good players. In betting, you gotta you gotta separate the perception from the reality. You can't find better yep. separation of perception and reality than what Michael Lombardi just did for 20 minutes when it comes to the Eagles. We'll come back and touch on the Patriots next here Friday here on the Lombardi Line, presented by BetMGM. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Season right around the corner at BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip. Bring your state-issued ID. You're ready to go within minutes. It's King of Sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. 21 years or older. Physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Lombardi line. Michael Lombardi's back. It's great to see him. And uh, if you missed the breakdown of the Eagles, we put all our shows up on podcast, vcin.com slash podcast. I encourage you to check those out. Um, okay, so Mac Jones and Cam. We'll start with Cam. Eight of nine, 103 yards at the touchdown pass. From what we understand, Michael, he had a great week of practices in the joint practice, and that carried over. Is that fair? Yeah, I think it is fair. I think he was good. I think, you know, obviously you're not going to be perfect in any practice. So, you know, the first day, I think Monday, the Patriots had like nine drops in the game in the practices. So that affected him certainly, but I think he's moving along, you know, uh, 
I think he's fully engaged. I, you know, I was around the team, and I felt like the team is really positive about him and Mac. And you could see there were no clusters of players, and Mac's taken um, Cam's taken full responsibility of what he needs to do to get things done. You know, it was really a a game, Patrick, where neither quarterback, I don't think, really got touched very much. I know Cam got knocked on his butt once after he threw a check down, but for the most part, I don't think they had to wash their uniforms after the game. Oh, no. I mean, this was a pretty seven-on-seven game. It was pretty clean, and so... You know, Cam did a nice job. He threw the ball effectively, threw it down the field a couple times, made a nice throw, made it, made the reads effective. Same with Mac. I mean, you know, the Patriots start a drive on their own nine. They get a holding call, first and 20. They overcome that. They start to, after they get out of that hole, they get another holding call. Now they're first and 20 again, and Mac Jones let them down the field. You get two holding calls on a drive. I think your chances of scoring are about 5%. And yet they were able to overcome that fairly easily. So it was a good game for them. I thought Mac Jones played faster in this game, partly because he was able to see the practices and work against them. Same thing with Cam. Patriots only had one tight end up for the game. They only had one tight end up for the game. You know, all the, I just want to say this, all those people that watch practice, how brilliant it was, right? Yeah. And how great the Eagles dominated. Here's the funny part. This is where I think perception isn't. So during the practices... Three times when the Patriots served a certain front, the center snapped the ball over the quarterback's head. Three times in practice. Okay? On the third play of the game, they did that look and the quarterback was and the ball went over Flacco's head at six feet seven. <laughs> Are you really watching practice? I Are wrote, you really watching practice? I wrote that down because you tweeted that. So you saw that happen in practice, the same thing we saw in real time. Yeah, I mean, are you watching it? Are you correcting it? There's an old saying in coaching. You're either coaching it or allowing it to happen, right? You're either coaching it or allowing it to happen. It happens three times in practice. Trust me, if it happened one time in a New England practice, that center would have been worn out snapping that ball back. Like, <laughs> we're not messing up the quarterback exchange. Like, we're not doing that, right? But look, Nick Sirianni is a young coach. Give him time. This is what the Eagles wanted. They wanted a young coach. They wanted a young staff. I mean, this is Camelot, you know? All we need is Jackie O coming in here. You know, it's Camelot. Let's go. <laughs> so that's Cam. Here's Mac Jones to me. He steps up into the pocket wonderfully. Do you see what I, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he really he's got, has he's such got a, a great pocket presence. Yeah. He, he knows where to move, you know, and, and when he does that, what, what, he, what you like as, a, as an evaluator is you like that he moves but doesn't lose his eye level down the field. Right. When guys move, when Hertz moves like that, he's looking for a way to escape to run. Hmm. When Mack was moving, he's looking for a way to throw it. I think the best throw of the game was in the second quarter when, when he got a, uh, the guard got beat on the outside and he had to step up and they tried to swipe the ball out of his right hand and he reloaded and threw a curl right to Gunner uh, Oseski, the receiver, and he, and he ran it down to about the eight-yard line. That was one of the best throws of the night. Yeah, 13 of 19, 146 yards for Mac Jones. Just thought he's impressive. He looks comfortable. It looks like he's got some zip on the ball. And you mentioned the eye level's always up. I mean, he's just they're they're in a they're in an interesting yeah. spot all of a sudden at quarterback. Right, and I think they have to make the right decision. Do they go with Cam and see how it goes? and then let that play out, or do they go with Mac? and what happens if it fails? I mean, one thing about Belichick, he will make this decision based on second-order thinking. 
he will not just say, I'm going to put Mac Jones in and, okay, see how it goes. He's going to want to think it through after he makes a decision. So before he makes the final decision, he wants to know what are the consequences of it, and I think that will lead him back to camp. And the Patriots ran for over 200 yards. When we come back, I want to look ahead to what Michael Lombardi expects from this Patriot team in the regular season based on that offensive line and defense. That's coming up next here on the Lombardi Line. Vsin's college football betting guide is here. Start your football season on the right foot. Start studying now. It's coming soon. Week zero right around the corner. Vsin experts, conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, playoff teams, everything. Power ratings for every team. It's incredible. It's 1999. I, I encourage you to get the NFL. It's dropping here in a couple of days. Get both together and you get a discount. Go to vsin.com slash subscribe. That's vsin.com slash subscribe for the college football betting guide. And Michael Lombardi, did you know... The, yep. the boys are on the road coming up later today. My guys in the desert I live from it. TPC Scottsdale. It. It's going to be uh, our buddy Brady and Matt Humans. How many fast food joints do you think uh, my man uh, Matty Humans hit while he's over there in Phoenix? I mean, what do you think? That is the most comprehensive list. Did you read some of that? It's the greatest list of all time. It's, it's well-researched. I mean, I don't think it's really – I mean, he had Long John Silvers on there with an <laughs> off-the-side menu choice of Long John Silvers. Like, seriously. Like, you know, I mean, like, you're talking about going to, to the fences now. I mean, this is as good a job as you could do. And, you know, let's go back to the college guys. So, I've – you know, I don't study college football offseason like I do the NFL. So I rely on on getting some guides. And I was telling someone last night, our college guide is so good. So good. Some of these college guides talk back about the history of their teams and all that and what they did in 17 and 18. It kind of makes the muddy, the muddies the water a little bit about where they're going. But I think ours power ratings of these teams are so good and so precise that I really urge you, I urge you to do two things. Buy the betting guides. I think that's really important. But I also urge you to decide, like, I'm going to be all in. We're going to have a segment on the show on Saturday. Ben Britton, I hope you're there with us. We're going to have a, a segment on the show on Saturday. We're going to call it the Mac time because we're going to pick a game in the Mac every week where we can make money. Yep. And we're going to do it. And we're going to make, because they're going to mess those lines up. I hate to tell Vinny this, but they'll mess those lines up in the MAC. Or there'll be another conference that, that we can figure out that they won't precisely have ranked down. So I think that you need to, you need to really slim down what you want to do in terms of the college. You can't bet all the colleges. Carry on the tradition here on the Lombardi line of the Akron Zips, who made us a ton of cash when Michael Lombardi kept. And I think a ton of cash. I think them and Rutgers, them and Rutgers, Rutgers, 100 percent. And you're and remember, we couldn't bet Rutgers. Thomas couldn't have Rutgers on the board. Remember, We, we, we were still giving it out. And you're 100% right about the guide. Like, If you're betting a game and you don't reference the guide, go specific to the page of the team you're backing, I, I, you're just not doing it right. So, again, it's vsin.com slash subscribe, and it's just 19 bucks right now. The 
this offensive line is going to be a strength for the Patriots. I, I told you they ran for what over yeah. 200 yards yesterday. Is this going to be the identity? I mean, JJ Taylor went off for almost a hundred yards and Stevenson and Michelle yeah, still Will there. Cox. I'm sorry. I, I, yeah. Yeah. He went. Yeah. I mean, look, they ran, they run, look, they do a great job on their double teams. Their pad levels really good. They, they kick, uh, you know, they, they're able to run different kind of runs. They can run the power. They can run point of entry runs and they can run, uh, you know, single back runs. So they do a nice job. Look, they had no tight end in the game. I mean, they had a saucy in there, and he did a nice job, but they only had one tight end, so they had to put a defense offensive lineman in there. But, look, they can run the football. Between Taylor, Stevenson, Sonny, Damian Harris is, is really their best friend. This Stevenson kid is fabulous. I mean, mm-hmm. he's got quick feet. He, everybody wants to compare him to LeGarrette Blunt. That's This is not LeGarrette Blunt. He's got power like LeGarrette Blunt, but he's got way more shiftiness than LeGarrette Blunt ever had. And, and he can shift and move. So, look, they're going to be a play. I think if Cam's in there, they're going to be a play-action pass team with, a, with the strength of the running game plus a quarterback that can run. If Mac's in there, I think they're going to be a little bit of the old Patriot offense. Okay. The wide receiver position, Harry, is he going to be okay? I mean, I thought Harry was one of the most impressive receivers I saw there. I I agree. This is why perception. I mean, this is a big, big man who's physical. And you watch the tape. You know, the play he gets hurt on, I don't know how bad he's hurt, but the play he got hurt on, he's behind the defensive back. I mean, this is a big kid who can run with it once he gets it in his hands. He's just got to play better. He's got to play and get involved. I mean, he's going to make the team. I think Olaszewski has really been a good, nice – I mean, he's emerged to me as one of the most impressive players on the Patriots. He's not just a punt returner any longer. He's a good slot NFL receiver with shiftiness and quickness and the ability to run up the field after he catches the ball. So, you know, will they be great at receiver? I don't know that. I think they'll be solid. But when you put Smith and Hunter Henry on the field, I think solid will get it done for him. Yeah, I noticed the same thing. I thought, I said, wow, Harry got behind the, the defender there. There was some separation. The, the tight end position, should we be concerned about the injuries with the Patriots? I don't think so. I think they're pretty. They, they feel like they'll both be ready for opening day. I think the Patriots are pretty. You know, look, their defensive front strong. I think their secondary, which you know some people think is the strength, I think they feel like they probably are going to need to find a way to improve back there. Jawan Williams is a young kid that they drafted in the second round out of Vanderbilt two years ago. He's been playing better now. They've got to keep that going, and we'll see. He's a big, physical-looking kid who hasn't really played well for them as a second-round pick. But sometimes guys take some time. To to develop, you know, like Harry. I mean, Harry will be a good receiver if he stays healthy because Harry's got really good hands, he's got quickness, and he's got power. It's just he hasn't played well yet. You can't deny that. You cannot deny he hasn't played well, but he's capable of playing well. I'm just still trying to figure out what the hell happened with Jalen Hurts. And honestly, I'm not doubting that somebody was sick, but that was just a tr- that the way it transpired was an odd. I mean, if, it, if we didn't have the dancing, if we didn't have the dancing and the you know before the game then that would be no problem. But I don't know what took a turn. I mean, did he take a tum? Did he have bad hay, Patrick? I mean, what happened? <laughs> Is he hanging out at the barn and got some bad hay? I don't know. I mean, but did he, yeah. He looked like you dancing out there. And next thing you know, he's, he's at the hospital. And you're, to your point, to, to, to go to that step of going to the hospital, there's, they have tremendous medical professional there right there at the building. I mean, why do you, you have x-ray machines? Unless you need an MRI, you don't go to the hospital. They have every medicine you could possibly want. I mean, they have everything there. They have a pharmacy there. 
Yep. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe they had to go. I'm not just saying he wasn't sick. I'm not trying to say that. No, me But neither. then all of a sudden, he, he doesn't play and everybody else plays. When we come back, I want to talk about Trey Lance. I want to talk about a conversation I had with one of the one of the uh, a, a scout from uh, one of the teams that was when I was at practice the last couple of days uh, about Trey Lance. Oh, good. And I want to talk about perception and what really reality is. I'm great. I'm glad. I want to hit that. I'm glad because I wrote Trey Lance down. Do you know what Trey Lance is? And this is from our buddy Ben Fox. BetMGM says they have. Major, you're gonna. Sorry, I can't say it without laughing, but you're gonna laugh. They have major liability on Trey Lance, league MVP. He's the new MVP, Mitch. Liability on Trey Lance. I mean, Berman and I need to open up a book. We need to open up a casino. If you can steal money like this, then why can't we do it? Let's all do it. What has Michael Lombardi heard about If you can can legally steal money like this, why why can't I do it? Like, seriously, if if you're an idiot enough to bet MVP on me, are you kidding me? Okay, we'll get the nuggets. We'll get the Trey Lance nuggets coming back here on the Lombardi line. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, 
both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. the stakes at BetMGM. It's time to sign up because they're giving new customers 100 bucks. okay? So again, register using the code VEASAN100 and win $100 in free bets when you place a $1 money line wager today. Yankees or Twins, either team hits a home run, they will. You're going to get 100 bucks right there in your account. It's new users, and again, first-time bettors. Download the BetMGM app or go to BetMGM.com. Again, VEASAN100 is the code. Yankees or Twins hit a home run, boom, you're getting the cash. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older. Please gamble responsibly if you have a problem. Call one 800 gambler Okay, Michael Lombardi, it is the Lombardi line. Hope you're having a great Friday. I'm Patrick Maher. So I got the tweet from our colleague, Ben Fox. San Francisco 49ers quarterback at 125 to 1 is currently the biggest liability to win NFL MVP at BetMGM Sportsbooks. This takes us back to a couple of years ago when our buddy John Murray over at the Westgate was crying because he had a ton of liability on MVP Mitch to win the MVP. Nobody can cry better. Uh, Murray did a great Nobody job with it. Now, all the, Trey, Trey Lance is popping. You have some information on Mr. Lance. Well, so, you know, I'm at practices through the week, and I, and I talk to a lot of different people. And so I, one of the guys I was talking to, and I won't say the team, of the, all the teams that I watch practice, I, so I, I really respect them. And I said, did you watch Trey Lance? And he said, oh, yeah, I watched him. I said, what you think? He said, I thought he was horrible. I didn't think he thought he played very well. I said, no, he said, I respect that he stayed in the pocket. And he tried to throw from the pocket, but he was late. You know, other than the, the great design by Kyle Shanahan on the th- deep throw, you know, really I thought that his ability to want to try to be a pocket passer was impressive, but I thought it was rusty and late. You know, I'm not judging him that he's not going to be a good player, but he was, didn't look very good to me. Now, th- and that's exactly what I thought. I thought, look, I'm not going to be condemned this player, but he's certainly not ready to be a starting quarterback in the National Football League yet. Now, maybe he's going to grow in a week. Maybe he's going to get better. But his timing was a little rusty. He held the ball too long. He took four sacks. You know, the one throw that he could make down the field was great. But that was Kyle Shanahan. That wasn't Trey Lance. He made a great throw. But the, the guy was wide open. Yeah. You know, Nick Mullins could have made that throw. 
So my point here is this is where, and my point is this is not about Trey Lance. Trey Lance could end up being a great player, and I hope he is. This is about trying to manage expectations based on bad re- bad perceptions. Like, he's not ready to play the starting qu- – they're not going to put him in the game the first week against the Detroit Lions and have him have to handle the game and think he's going to be able to run the team at the line of scrimmage and do all those things. Could he come in October and play? Perhaps. Would he have a role on week one as a, in son of a, some package? I think so. Yeah, I think that's doable. Could he run the whole offense? Probably not. So, like, let's say they start Trey Lance. Let's say they start Trey Lance. Where do they go if Trey Lance doesn't play good? They go back to Jimmy? What does that do for Trey Lance? So awkward. I agree. That would not be – that's not conducive, especially for a kid, like you said. The, the one throw – sometimes that throw could be – not necessarily a bad thing for him, but it's almost like a false sense of confidence because the rest of it was not very good, as you pointed out. No, I mean, and just being objective. I mean, I know that this is running away with itself, but I think the bigger issue here is not about Trey Lance. It's about us as a betting network allowing the perception of these so-called sharps who know something. You know, like, like who are these sharps? Like, who know? Like, I'd like to watch tape with these sharps. I would. <laughs> like, I would like to watch the tape with a sharp and him tell me about football. I, I would welcome that. I, I just don't think they know enough about football to say who's playing good and who's not. You can call yourself a sharp. The guy that thinks the Eagles are two games, he says, if I were a betting man, good thing he's not. <laughs> you know, it's like, who is a sharp? Like, who is a sharp on football? I don't know. But I can only tell you from evaluating for 35 years in the National Football League what a guy looks like when he's ready to become a starting quarterback and what a guy looks like when he's not quite there and also what a guy looks like when he's a bust. Like, I was the first guy to say Mitchell Trubisky's no good. I got killed for it. I got destroyed for it. You know, what's that guy, uh, the, the, the B, Rick Taylander from Chicago, called me a moron. I haven't heard from Rick since that column. Like, seriously, like, we can't let the perception run away with it. And, the, and it's driving the betting market. And, and that's why we have to be the, the voice of reason here. There are no sharps when it comes to picking this out. They're just not. It takes talent to evaluate talent. And newsflash, whoever Rick Palander is, uh, Mitch is in Buffalo now. So I guess Michael was right on that. Um, I still haven't heard anything from him. I'm sure you'll Probably later today. <laughs> He's probably, it's weird. It's ironic that we mention it because you'll get an apology. Apologies come from social media. Uh, so that is perfect. So oh, you, would, yeah, right. you, would not, yeah. you would not suggest 125 to one shot on MVP for Trey Lance. And nor would you, and this is a short, this is a much Let's just short. walk through it. Okay. Let, let's walk through it. Okay. How is he going to win the MVP? He's not ready to really run the whole offense. Is he going to be better than Aaron, Aaron Rodgers this year? And is he going to be better than Brady? No. Is he going to be better than Patrick Mahomes? You're, I mean, you're, is he going to be – stop me when I get to somebody he's going to be better than. Like, seriously, the league is hard. It's a hard league to play in. It's really hard. Peyton Manning went 1-15. and Yeah, Andrew Luck came in and went 11-5. and He Did he win the MVP his rookie year? No. I don't think so. Come on. 
this is ridiculous. Well, the interesting one is the shorter number. Trey Lance, now this is yesterday, so it might be a little stale, but I would imagine it's right around the same. Trey Lance starting week one takes the first snap in 2021. Yes, plus 250. No, minus 350. I mean, that seems pretty short for a guy that Jimmy G is going to be starting. Unless there's an injury, he's going to be starting week one. Unless there's an injury, I, I, I don't think Kyle's going to put his guy out there and trust him with leading the offense when there's some questions whether he's – now, maybe this week he'll get more comfortable and the next week he'll get more comfortable. But he's not going to get really comfortable until probably the beginning of October. Because remember now, volume is starting to stack up on them. It's, you know, now every week there's more plays. And remember, we've only had eight practices in pads. How's he going to get better? How's he going to get the timing of the game? Hey, I just want, again, uh, Bill Berman, if you can hear me, which I know you can, executive producer of the Lombardi line. Uh, his name is Talender. You and me are all over this guy. Let's go get him, Berman. Uh, the, the, yeah. the other, so I won't even put, I won't even call out the dude in Philly, but I just want to run that back for a second. What? So this is a guy that covers, I guess, locally uh, media in Philadelphia. What could he have possibly seen? And this we get misinformation all the time. I'm so glad you brought this up. What could he have possibly have seen that he he called the Eagles a two-win improvement over the Patriots this year, meaning they're two wins better than the Patriots? What happened in joint practices that that dude is spitting that out? I think you got to evaluate the evaluator. I think that's ultimately the theme that we have to do. Evaluate the evaluator. You Be know, careful. And he's obviously not calculating who gets better and who doesn't get better. Like, I'm not writing the Eagles off based on a bad performance. This is not a smear campaign on Philadelphia. This Really, this whole conversation in our first hour is about a lesson to us as a betting network to not let outside noise affect our bets. And I'm glad to not let that affect. It's driving the betting network. It's driving. It's driving it to Trey Lance. It's driving steam, steam. It's driving. There's steam. If you're on the side for for a guy like Josh Applebaum, who loves to be the contrarian, he should never be on the side of steam. Because at the end of the day, steam isn't contrarian. You just blew my mind. I don't even know. I just we just entered the matrix. By the way, just to further your point. I went to a very reputable site that you all check, not you, Michael, but everybody listening and watching checks every single day. Here's what they said about Trey Lance, his first performance, tremendously impressive performance in preseason opener. That's misinformation. And then in the same article, it says Shanahan does not rule out Trey Lance starting in week one. Of course, he's not going to rule it out. Read he's the quote, though. Read the quote. The quote was wrapped around a bunch of different things. You could take out whatever you want. You know, objection, you're leading the witness. I mean, look, I, I promise you, if I asked five people that I talk to on a regular basis at evaluators to evaluate Trey Lance, I think it would all come back the same. Didn't really play very well, held on to the ball too long, wasn't comfortable, made a nice throw on the deep throw, it's got a little ways to go. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? What is wrong with that? Mac Jones looked really good last night. Am I going to get carried away with it? Absolutely not. They had no pressure on him. It was a seven-on-seven seven game. He made great decisions. The one time he got pressure, he stepped up. He made sure the ball didn't get slapped out of his hand. He threw a curl to Gunner. I mean, it was really good. But again, temperate. It's early. It's early. Bad temper, good temper. I'm officially getting carried away on Mac Jones. 
I think he looks very poor. I just, I don't know. There's something, I just think he he's going to be, he's going to be very, very good. And you know, what's interesting about Cam? I wanted to ask you this as an aside, is he using more of just his up, upper body to throw the ball? He's not pushing at all with his base. I, like, I know he's always been more he of an upper body really thrower. He's always been an arm thrower. He has always been an arm thrower. But, you know, Patrick, when you meet him in person, you know, you see him on the field of the uniform, but he is a big human Oh, he's shocking. Being. He's he shockingly big. big. He's, he's one of those athletes, big right uh, any way. sport, he's one, if you, ha- if you see him in person, it's shocking. <laughs> like, because it's yeah, not just, it I mean, really he's built, but he's thick too. Like he, he, he is a thick, that's a huge human being. He is, you know, uh, again, and I thought he looked good. I, th- this is all of a sudden nine and a half on the Patriots. I, and I know it, it's, it's, he just, he looks like he's got what he wants with Belichick. He just, he has depth. He has guys that can run the football. He's got an offensive line that looks to be a strength. I mean, this is, and last Trent year, the Brown, defense was I mean, a strength. Whatever happened to Trent. Whatever happened with Trent Brown in Oakland or in Las Vegas, I have no idea. But Trent Brown, when he comes off the ball and you get double teamed with him and Shaq, it's going to be you're getting you're taking you're going for a ride and there's no service on this ride. You're not getting a, you're not getting coffee. You're not getting a biscuit. You're not getting anything. You're just getting pushed back. <laughs> he got laughs in studio. I like it. We'll come back. Kansas City, Arizona, Cincinnati, Washington tonight, preseason week two. It is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.